First, it's officially the school holidays and 15,000 passengers are expected to pass through Auckland Airport tomorrow. But brace, because traffic jams in the arrivals hall are already causing heavy turbulence between airlines and the airport operator. The airlines say passenger congestion is causing unacceptable and frustrating delays and the arrivals hall is swamped even when it is well below its rolling passenger target. Auckland Airport's hit back saying only 50 of international flights are arriving on time and the worst offenders only arrive on schedule 26% of the time. Last Sunday during peak congestions, patience was tested with some passengers waiting up to two hours to be processed. Auckland Airport says in that case, eight of 23 flights were late and staff were off sick. Board of Airline Representatives Executive Director Kath O'Brien describes the situation. at Auckland Airport these days. Uh, as uh, passengers who travel will know, uh, we we are seeing uh, real congestion in, in the arrivals hall in particular. So we're seeing, you know, you come down the stairs into arrivals and we're seeing people queuing, you know, for up to two hours uh, to try to arrive into New Zealand. So whose fault is this? Look, I would say that Auckland Airport is telling airlines that it can receive 2,150 arriving passengers per hour on a rolling five-minute basis. That's what airlines have booked for. That's what networks have planned for. That's what slots are arranged for. And actually, they can't. So we're seeing, you know, arrivals really once you get to sort of 15, 16, 17, 1,800 passengers an hour, things really start to seize up and and not work anymore. Um, you know, and, and that's for a range of reasons. Um, you know, the, the airport, as we all know, has been under-invested in and, and requires significant investment and is now a construction site. And, you know, it will be for, for eight years or more. Uh, so that's part of it. Here's the thing, Kath, because they say that you guys, the airlines, are a big part of it. Uh, you're only arriving on time 51% of the time. So that means basically half your flights are um, not arriving on time. And that has a knock-on effect. Yeah, look, for sure. And and it is really common in aviation for, for flights to arrive a little bit before or a little bit after the planned time. I'm sure you would have caught many a flight and you'll either be pleased you're a wee bit early or, or annoyed you're a wee bit late. And, you know, that is because, you know, at offshore airports, you'll have, uh, you know, challenges with gate allocation or operations there. You'll have weather. You've got different weights of the aircraft. You know, you've got uh, different different flight paths. And, and eventually you get in and and with luck, you get in when you meant to, but occasionally you do come in before or after. And, you know, look, that is really common. Some of the worst offenders are only arriving on time about 25 26% of the time. So I'm just wondering how you can highlight the failings of the airport without recognising the airline's failings are contributing hugely to this too. Oh, look, I do recognise that airlines absolutely do not run perfectly on time, like absolutely, right? And the airport has a wealth of data that will show uh, performance data from every direction, you know, and, and they're, they're able to pull that data out at the touch of a button. And so they know too, right? And so because they know that airlines don't always run on time and they have years and years and years of data to demonstrate that we don't, which is totally normal in aviation, uh, they they should be designing an airport system and managing an airport system 
that can cope with uh, slightly off schedule running because so, of a normal thing. So they should pad staff and hire more people to accommodate the airline's shortcomings. They should set a capacity flow that they are able to process. So I what don't do you reckon that number is then? Because you said they can't they can't cope with two thousand one hundred and fifty. Yeah, so let's be realistic. What do you think the sweet spot is with the current infrastructure you're dealing with? Yeah, look, I've thought a lot about this, and it's it's not usual for airlines to sit there and say we should have fewer passengers. It's it's totally unusual. You know, we, we don't want to be in this position, but I think we are seeing, you know, the airport. Uh, struggle to process 2150. What's the right number? I'm not totally sure. We certainly see the arrivals hall become pretty inoperable at 1800. Um, And if we were trying to deliver to, you know, 1800, 2000, 24 hours of the clock, that will be a huge challenge. As it is, we we don't even get anywhere near 2150 at the moment. So, is part of the answer then for airlines just to have fewer flights, not so many arrivals, not so many passengers coming in, ease off the gas? Yeah, look, I hate for that to be the answer because airlines want but to be it? able to operate to New Zealand. And, and you know, the, the challenging thing is that because the airport sets the capacity six months in advance of the schedule, airlines have then booked the capacity that Auckland Airport said it had for sale and sold tickets. And so now we're in this position that we have to operate to the schedule that we've, that we've published and that we've sold. And yet it is really congested. And I think that's a real problem for New Zealand. So the answer is what, please, in a sentence? Look, I wish there was a, a beautiful answer. I think that the answer I'd like to see today is that Auckland Airport should manage well their airport. They should manage the day-to-day operations. They should keep close to it. It is not enough just to let airlines and ground handlers, uh, you know, cope on their own. And that is Board of Airline Representatives Executive Director Cass O'Brien.